You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming up, we're sitting down with two incredible performers from the Verity Chorus, and they are partners on stage and in life. And I get to talk about my incredible experience at the Pasadena Playhouse seeing Ragtime, which has been extended till the 9th. So go see it now. It's Curtains Up on another episode of West of Broadway, a celebration of musical theater in Los Angeles. I'm radio host and theater enthusiast Lara Scott, along with my partner, celebrity publicist and theater veteran Will Armstrong. Hello. Say hi. 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 I've had so much coffee. <laughs> well, it's a rainy day here in L.A. Were you yeah. woken up last night by the, the thunder? thunder? and lightning. Yeah, and the yes. lightning. There was a light show. And it was so funny because, you know, I, I've tried to do creative tweets my whole life. I simply tweeted thunder and lightning in L.A. and got like 20 retweets <laughs> all these lights. I mean, it's crazy and uh, this is a day that definitely calls for coffee yes. and we're super excited because we get to talk about the Verity Chorus again today we spoke with Anne Marie Ketchum. Ketchum who is the founding artistic director I mean she heads up the whole thing we spoke with her a couple episodes back yeah. and now the Verity Chorus is back this spring marks the start of the 36th season of the Verity Chorus who will present their spring concert and I hope I'm saying this right La More e la Vita wow. Love and Life. That is, you did. That was it's great. It's like I'm Italian. Yeah, for two performances only at the First United Methodist Church in Santa Monica on April 6th and 7th. Now, Anne Marie, by the way, is calling this program the Rom Com of Opera, and it's featuring selections from two Verdi operas. There's a Bizet in there, Puccini, and um, some others that I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> I am like racking my brain for some funny opera rom-com puns, but I'm coming up blank. I'm I, we need our friend Amanda Salas, who's the queen of puns, to <laughs> yes, help us out with exactly. that. But you know what? We're going to be talking to Jamie Chamberlain and her husband, Nathan Graner. Jamie Chamberlain is one of the four guest soloists featured in these performances. She's been praised for her shimmering tones and starstruck vulnerability. And her husband is equally acclaimed. He's a tenor, one of the original American tenors. Yeah. So without Without any further ado, let's welcome Jamie Chamberlain and Nathan Grinner to West of Broadway. Yay! Jamie and Nathan. Hi, thank you. Yay. Thank you. Thank Hi. you both for taking the time to speak with us. I have to know, and I, I please excuse me for being so uh, inquisitive right off the bat. You guys are a, <laughs> like, uh, you're performers on stage in the same show, but you're also couples in life. I'm, I'm dying to know how. <laughs> in my fantasy, you guys met, it was a showmance that has just continued on. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. It is so true. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Yeah, so how did you meet? Yeah. yeah we, we actually met. met um, Go ahead, babe. Honey, hi. Sorry, we're all in different locations, but um, 
we actually met singing out in Palm Springs, and we were singing the most romantic opera of all times, which is Romeo and Juliet. Of course. That's right. Well, okay, so, and, okay, I, the opera, yes, but the story, I, I was just thinking, I, I, I think I saw something, it, it's like a 14-year-old girl and a 17-year-old man, and it's three days and six people die. It's like, <laughs> like okay, okay. going on there. Truth, truth, truth. <laughs> but, okay, uh, but okay. It's, it's, it's the crazy thing is that this, it's opera. And 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 the Gounod version of this of this piece really actually calls for people who could who have you know these good rich solid voices. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, you know so we can get away with you know being a little bit more on the mature side. Absolutely. Uh, as as far as singers are concerned, just to be able to to uh, do to sing the piece yes. itself. Oh yeah, and that's across the board. Uh, for opera in general, because many of the characters that we will be tasked to play will be, you know, 16, 17, and you've got 30, 35, 40, 50 year olds in opera sure. playing these people because of the level, the level of difficulty of singing these roles, that you can't sing these roles until you're actually physically mature. Um, yeah. which is one cool thing about opera. Absolutely. I totally get that. And what led you to the Verity Chorus? How did you connect with Anne Marie? Have you guys known each other for a while? Yeah, she's been following uh, my career um, for quite a while, actually. And it was just one of those things where we'd sort of been looking for an opportunity to work together. Um, I really respect and admire what Anne Marie has done with the Verity, Reco- with the Verity Chorus. And um, I think when Nathan and I got together, we sort of became a couple, and people didn't really know we were together, but then all of a sudden we started getting hired together. Um, right. Isn't that interesting how that worked out, honey? Yeah, it was, you know, we were literally friends. But, you know, but, but from the get-go, she was a, she was an, a true artist. Right. And, and I really, really found that. Uh, amazing just to have a scene partner that was that was a great artist as well as great person and then we just started getting hired you know to, for this gig at a, at, a, at a public part or private parties and then we started getting roles together in concerts and, uh, and that just kind of helped us be together as our courtship kind of fulminated and culminated <laughs> in last year singing with the Verity Chorus where we, where I uh, asked Jamie to marry me uh, oh. in the concert. Oh, that's so romantic! Oh, <laughs> it was funny. pretty incredible. That's beautiful. Well, you know, we we heard that Anne Marie is calling this program for the spring uh, the rom com of opera. So having a real life couple mm-hmm. as part of that is perfect <laughs> for it. Can you each talk about what you'll be singing and maybe kind of set it up for us a little bit? Sure. Sure. Saturday, April 6th and 7th, the show is is titled L'Amour et la Vita at the First United Methodist Church of Santa Monica. Really nice venue. It's kind of in the heart uh, uh, of all this, of all the burgeoning stuff that's going on in Santa Monica. Monica. Sure. Um, The show itself, we're singing with two other people, other soloists, Danielle Marcel Bond and Roberto Gomez. We'll be doing... Uh, songs from Ivespri Siciliana, Arenani, so Verdi, Donizetti, Don Pasquale, 
Um, uh, I'll be singing the nine high C aria, but I put ten high C's and a high D. Oh, boy. It. <laughs> Show off. From, I know. <laughs> Rock May, the Pearl Fishers. I mean, it's like super, super old school music theater. Old school, but in a way, I can see where Anne-Marie would call it uh, rom-com uh, of opera because all the Donizetti we're doing is uh, the wonderful comic Don- Donizetti. And Donizetti um, is an Italian bel canto composer. And certainly there are serious pieces. Actually, uh, one of his most famous serious operas, Lucia di Lammermoor, mm-hmm. uh, that was one of the first roles we ever did together. I was Lucia and Nathan was Edgardo. And that was with Pacific Opera Project back in 2017, before we were engaged at the Verdi Chorus. Uh, But these Donizetti pieces that we're offering for the Verdi Chorus on April 6th and 7th are really the lighthearted, kind of more popular-sounding tunes of the day. So they would have been the thing that everyone went to to have a great time, and, you know, all the peasants would be eating oranges and throwing the peels on the floor back in the old-timey theaters in the, uh, right. <laughs> in the back in of the, the theater ro- standing room only. <laughs> in the romantic period. Exactly. Do, do not do that in Santa Monica. Yeah, don't do that at Leave the church. Leave your oranges at home. <laughs> you leave the oranges at home. <laughs> Make the juice, drink it. Exactly. And, you know, Jamie, I, I love that we're Instagram friends now. Everybody follow Jamie at Darling Diva oh, yeah. JMC. And it was so fun because there are so many cute pictures of you and Nathan. You guys are the most beautiful couple. And I love that you were sharing about different shows that you've seen. So it sounds like you're a big fan of opera and theater as well as, as being a very talented performer in that space. Oh, absolutely. I started out in musical theater, so it's got a special place in my heart. I was, you know, singing along with the uh, Evita soundtrack to Patti LuPone. Yes. As I grew up. And um, so we always try to get out and support our friends and colleagues. I mean, we've really developed um, a great relationship with all of the companies uh, in the community here in L.A. And we're just so grateful to be a part of this thriving, vibrant music scene. Yes, and we're hoping we can get out to see you Saturday, April 6th, and then Sunday, April 7th, First United Methodist Church in Santa Monica for the Verity Chorus Spring Concert. You can get tickets by phone at 800-838-3006 or online at veritychorus.org. And I know, which cities are you guys in right now? You guys were in two different places. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm uh, I'm up Uh, in San Francisco singing a new opera called Today It Rains by Laura Kaminsky. It's about Georgia O'Keeffe and her trip trip from New York to Santa Fe, and in that, she's discovering her true artist self. Sure. That might be the best answer ever for what are you up to today? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? It's going to be such an exciting premiere. Yes. And then, Jamie, what are you doing? I'm here holding down the fort. Yes. Yeah, I'm here holding down the fort in North Hollywood. Wonderful. And I'm in our home studio right now, and I'm actually working on our music for our Verity Course concert today. Fantastic. Well, please give Anne Marie Ketchum our love and congratulations on this production. And we're so excited for you. And we hope you both break legs. Yes. And have a wonderful performance. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for your time. We uh, we we really appreciate your time. We and 
you know, we know your your show is is predominantly about Broadway theater and music theater, but this is the music theater of the day, and, and you know, we we really we really really love the the aspect of of being able to cross over both from opera and into to Broadway as well, and, and appreciate your time. Exactly. Well, really. it's our hundred percent, and it's pleasure. all about telling a story for us too. So and that's where the line runs through every form of music theater. Exactly. And here we are in Hollywood where it can, whether it's movie musicals or here at the Pantages Theater or you, Jamie, coming from a musical theater background and sharing your talents and skills with the Verdi Chorus. Like, I mean, musical theater touches us everywhere, you know? And it's, and it's, yeah, and this show, this show is all about celebrating it. And so thanks for celebrating that Thank with you. us. Thank you. We're celebrating you guys. Jamie, yeah, Jamie, Jamie Nathan Greater. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. So nice to talk with you. Oh, nice to talk with you. You too. Have a wonderful night. You Bye. too. Bye. Thank you. Cheers now. Bye. So sweet. So sweet. I love all the different projects they're involved in. I love that, that they was... did start with a showman's will. I know. That I wasn't know. rude that I just don't. I've never told... seen you I... so excited. <laughs> I was like, you're like, do you want to start off with the questions? And Spill I was like. the tea. Ex- Come on. <laughs> The tea has been still. I hope I didn't yeah. catch them off. <laughs> no, you know what? And they're newlyweds too. Oh, it's so, so nice. You know, I hopefully they will always have that glow and be excited to talk about it. But mm-hmm. I, I just think they have a wonderful story, and I, I really want to try to go to this. It, it just oh, sounds wonderful. Absolutely. So, okay, ragtime switching gears oh. back to straight musical okay. theater. Yep. Pasadena Playhouse. I got to interview Bryce Charles. Yes who stars in the show uh, a little while back. And I could just tell, you could just tell sometimes when you talk to people, they know that they're involved with something that's extraordinarily special. Mm -hmm. And after talking to my friend, Melanie Hooks, who's also been on the show, Mm -hmm. she's a big time theater reviewer out in Pasadena. She said that Ragtime is the standard by which all other LA shows this season will be judged. Do you agree? Um, Absolutely. It was, it was so much fun. Okay, the, the Pasadena Playhouse, like that place does not kid around. Like the the oh, well okay so oh, like there's so many friends of the pod. I was invited to the show by Charles Chatelaine, who was one of our very first guests yes, way back he was when. Getting ready for his show. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and Char, uh, when uh, and he was on our episode where we talked about uh, Into the Woods, mm-hmm. uh, and so he invited me to come see uh, Ragtime, and he was so proud to share this per- performance with me, and I didn't know what to expect, and it was not what I remember from Broadway, it was a reinterpretation that was so surprisingly sweet and beautiful and poignant and effective. Like it was the use of staging and set design and lighting and music and um, and just the way it was cast was just spectacular. It was wonderful. And the audience, okay, the, Alfred Molina was in the audience. Um, uh, Anna Camp from Pitch Perfect. Um, who else was there? Wilson Cruz. Um, you know, I love to like start, celebrity like, spot. But, yeah. But I think one of my favorite things was that Valerie Perry, another friend of the pod, who uh, was uh, we got to interview when she was in The World Goes Round. Right. The Candor and Ebb Review. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She played um uh, um uh what was her name Goldman uh Emma Goldman who's the anarchist and she has the most amazing second act song and did like because I, when I saw Ragtime on Broadway, a- Emma Goldman was like this big like. Uh, form of woman like she was like really commanded the stage well Valerie is just the slip of a woman but her presence and her performance and when she opened her mouth and she sang in the second act it was just incredible she was I, she's such a talent and so beautiful and it's so powerful and then the other thing when I when I saw it on Broadway like Cole House was great like all, like all like the mother role was like and these the, the cast of the people who played those roles were fantastic but like 
breakout roles that I, I didn't even expect. Like the guy who played uh, Little Brother was phenomenal. Wait, uh, I have his name right here. It was um, uh, Dylan Saunders. He, I, I, I didn't even realize that the role was as uh, layered and as incredible as it was. It was. It's such a powerful story about racism and classes in America and how and and like and the awakening of culture here mm-hmm. and, and how and 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 humanity like on such a on such a, a base level and how we treat each other and it, it was just really powerful and really amazing and such an incredible experience to share with the audience can i tell, okay can i i want to say one thing mm-hmm. i as an like i love performing i love being on stage it is really difficult for me to be in an audience and i will tell you why I have terrible, you know, I have incredible parking karma. I can find a parking space like nobody's business, but I will sit next to every single person with a nose whistle, with a bag full of hard candies, with um, maybe they have a knee brace or um, this one time I sat next to this woman who had her arm spasmed and she had popcorn and she threw it all over me. Like I have the (laughs) worst luck. When we went to Cats, there was a couple sitting behind us that sang every song. Like I have terrible Audience karma. And I'm just realizing Maybe this. Maybe I shouldn't sit with you anymore. No, no. Actually. <laughs> you sit me not with him. You are so, you are, like, you keep me from saying something because you're such an, you're so, you live your life by, with such grace that I am always like, what would Lara do? And let you just take it and you just let people be. And I, I just want to, like, turn around and be like, can you please? And it's just like, so anyway, my whole point is the woman that, like, I sat in the balcony for the Pasadena Playhouse. And it is incredible because it's at a pitch where every seat is a good seat. It's a great venue. But the woman who sat in front of me, her back hurt, so she leaned forward. So she leaned right in my purview. And, I, and I'm and i really tall, so I slouched down because so the people can see behind me. And I was stuck behind this woman who leaned forward, so I... Like she, I was, I had an obst- the only obstructed view seat in the entire theater. <laughs> but it sounded great it from what you could hear. It sounded amazing. Yeah. It was incredible. And Bryce, Bryce was incredible. What a voice. What a performance. What a heavy role. Like, I don't know if you people know it. I'm not going to give any spoilers. But she has to make some real tough choices. Yeah. And it's just. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's really heartbreaking. And yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's a wonderful and Im- important story. Yeah. Especially with like racism and stuff like that, and how like we it's still things that we face like race. I don't know if you know this, Lara, but racism isn't solved yet. Right, you think it would be at <laughs> yeah. this point in you, time, you right? A hundred years after the you know <laughs> exactly the, the story was dead. So it's important uh, yeah. for us to we're in that transitional it's, time. It, yeah, it's, it's important for us to continue these discussions until we can, as a culture, learn. You know, and it just but it's a powerful, beautiful piece written by Terrence McNally, who's just a genius. And I'm so happy that this story is still. Um, being in, reinterpreted for uh, and and Melanie it was I saw Melanie in the in the and she gave me a big hug and a kiss and she was we really shared we got to share a moment about how much we loved this production yeah and it was great and oh, it got could. extended to the ninth right Mark, I can't remember the last time that happened wait it happened at uh, the cake the cupcake, cupcake theater yes, it for happened Dream with Dream Girls, Girls but and, this is the second time and yeah. right now I think. Um, um, Mama Mia was playing at the Dreamgirls recently. I mean, at the Cupcake Theater recently, and we missed it. But that got extended. That got that. I want him to be a guest. The guy who owns Cupcake Theater. I'm yeah. going to call him, and we're going to get him. We're going to track in, him down. Yeah, we're going to bring him in because he like introduces. I had friends go to see Mama Mia recently, and they're just like, "What a performance in this little black box theater!" It just has so much heart. They, we're so lucky to be in Los Angeles 
with all this incredible theater and all this incredible talent. Yeah. I say that all the time, but I still I stand behind it. Yeah. I stand behind it. Well, what's coming up next at Pasadena Playhouse? Because okay. depending on when we can get this up, it may or may not. Oh, Ragtime I, may or may not still be on. Oh, I'm getting it up tonight. Okay. It's going up tonight, <laughs> so people get ready for it. But yeah, no, um, so... Uh, Nia Vardalis, she's doing a play, and it's um you may you know Nia from yes, um, my big Fat Greek, Greek wedding. wedding. Well, she's doing it's called Tiny Beautiful Things, and it is uh, from what it, I know nothing about this except for that it's a play about like a broken woman who's finding the courage to take on the questions which have no answers. I'd like to find the answers to those questions that have no answers. I think Nia can do it. Yeah. I've heard her speak, and she's incredible. And, um, from what I from what I gather, the director of Hamilton, uh, what's his name, Thomas Kale, uh, he is the director of this straight play, um, which is going to be in Pasadena, and it's coming up. Let, let me see. It's in. Oh gosh, when is it? April, April tenth to the thirteenth. So what a time to be alive! Yeah. And experiencing theater in LA. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Will. My Sounds pleasure. like an incredible experience. Yeah. And thank you, thank you for joining us here on West of Broadway. You can reach out to us, especially if you own the Cupcake Theater. We'd love to. <laughs> you know, we'd love to hear from everybody. I'm Lara Scott Media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and across all platforms. I'm Will Armstrong PR. And if you are looking for us, you can always find us just west of Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.